We're back. We're back. I've been down at one time. All right. So, in the car. I'm in the car. This is like my podcasting pod. Because <laughs> I don't want to do it in the house with like 20 people there. Why? Because I, I, cause then I can't be me. And um, and this car. So, I turn on the car because I don't want my fucking battery to die. I don't know how that works. How does that work? My battery doesn't die if my car's on. Um, yeah, I guess because it's using energy from the fucking, um, the engine. Why was that so hard? And so, what was I going to come on here to talk about? Oh, it's November. It's fucking November. And, um, November 2019. November 5th, Monday evening. A day after daylight savings time, Caesar. And almost about, what is it, 27, 20, 22 days away from it being a year from something that you did, a younger version of us did. All right, it wasn't me, Caesar. It wasn't me. Believe me, older Caesar. Younger Caesar, older Caesar. Younger or older? Older. Okay, yeah, it was Younger Caesar. Let me tell you what Younger Caesar did. And and again, it wasn't me. It was Younger Caesar. Here we go. Well, l- last year, a year ago, you, l- Younger Caesar, by this time, had already done... Uh, oh, my God, that was a long time ago. Yeah, by this time, he was he did, like, the, the whole movie scene. You know, remember when he was, like, sad after at the end of summer because of Andrea? And he was, like... <laughs> so there was this weekend... When everyone left the house, we were in El Paso, right? Let's set the scene. We're in El Paso. Um, it's the summer after um, you had spent, like, the summer with Andrea or something. Anyways, and, and, like, she was, like, going back with this guy or she was talking to this guy. Anyways, point is that you were sad, right? Younger Caesar was sad. And, uh, and he had this moment when... Uh, when this weekend when everyone left parents left uh younger brother left older brother left you were alone in the house and it was exactly that the weekend when when andrea had just said something that really really hit you really hit you or at least that you made yourself the youngest version of us caesar uh made himself sad Anyway, so he took this moment to, like, really immerse in the sadness. You know how we do that shit where we just immerse into the sadness? We fucking dive deep into it. Well, he did the mother of, of all dives into the sadness where pulled out the bottle of whiskey from South Africa because and, – and he knew full – he very well knew this was dramatic as fuck. But he wanted all the drama. He wanted all the drama. Because he wanted it to be like a fucking movie scene. Pulled out the box where we keep all the old stuff from um, relationships and, and like all these memories and shit. Pulled out the pictures and stuff. <laughs> Blasted music on the fucking um, on the speaker. Starting with this. And then you would walk around and we started the drinking. We started the drinking. We pulled out a few bottles. If you can hear that. The sun goes down on my side of town. And a lonesome feeling. That 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 song. And the whole world turns. That song, right? Right. So we play this shit. And um. Well, it, we first of all we curated a whole playlist. 
called full on sadness <laughs> that we still have to this day filled with just sad songs and and this this of course being the number one saddest song because it was the the song that uh Andrea and I had danced in the in the uh what is it homecoming dance that's when we like met and shit anyway so you were sad as fuck and um and 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 you started drinking and it was hours of this and you called your best friend and you were like bro come over and he was like i'm gonna go over but that guy took eight hours so it was eight hours of just drinking and um there was like we weren't going super hard we could have gone harder but we were we were we were pretty pretty tipsy tipsy maybe drunk by the time that carlos arrived a lot of crying in different spots we would be in the couch sitting we start crying and then we'd be laying down on the couch and we start crying <laughs> crying more <laughs> and we would look at pictures and then cry we would read letters and then cry and then we would go to the kitchen table and we would sit on the table and we would swing our feet because you know that's like it's too tall for us to put our feet on the floor so like a little kid like swing our feet and then read more letters and then cry and then take a shot take a shot and then raise the music and then drunk drunk caesar would sing along with the music as because there's only like 10 songs on the on the playlist and and so um so you would sing because you were alone you were alone in the house you would sing to the fucking scream that shit so anyway you remember that shit now right yeah good refresher right so we we um yeah that was a whole day drunk carlos finally gets there and and first of all oh <laughs> younger caesar wrote a sign because carlos said he was gonna get there fucking sooner but he fucking was taking forever so we wrote a sign midway through that it was like <laughs> Carlos, come in, bro. Doors open. Everyone else, fuck off. But it was like in marker. Everyone else, like, fuck off. So dramatic. So fucking dramatic. Put that on the front door. So Carlos just walked in seven hours later in the middle of like a, like, I don't, of like a crying session. No, I wasn't crying because I had just cried a lot. Um, and Carlos walks in. He's like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> he walks in like a fed. He's like, what the fuck's going on here? And I'm like, bro, bro. And then I walk to him. He's like, what's up, buddy? Like, what's what's happening here? Because he walks into a dark room with there's like letters and pictures all over. What was the living room? It was like the kitchen area. There's letters and pictures and bottles everywhere. And he's like, dude, what's up? And then we just hugged him and just started bawling. And he's like, hey, bro, hey, 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 there you go. What's up? What's going on, bro? What's, what's going on? Sat me down. Fucking Carlos, man. Let me tell you about that guy. That guy's a, he's a legend. That man is a true friend. Stood by his boy for another, like, two hours. Listened to, to a lot of bullshit that, I had, that we had to say, right? And that guy was just there, listening, chilling. Um... And that's that's what uh, so we did about a year ago. Reason we're saying this is because is within this like uh, what is it? Oh, within this playlist. <gasps> what is this? What? Within this playlist, we had this song. 
right? This is the classic, uh, what is this shit? This is the classic, um, the Tom Cruise fucking song, Top Gun, come on, Top Gun, come on. Hear that shit? So yeah, this is, uh, this is why this is important, Caesar. Because then we go back to school, and then we kind of get over it, kind of, kind of. I mean, we we get on our feet. We're not as we kind of let it out that night, but still, it was kind of like a recurring, reoccurring theme. Like, of course, we weren't over it, right? Anyways, November comes along. That was in August. That whole like saddest night, movie night. That's movie style sad scene. That w- with with Carlos. That was in August. Then in November, you come back to El Paso, and you're like, ah, fuck, I don't want to be here. And I don't know how this came about. I really don't. Understand. I don't remember. I don't remember how this came about, but it did. And what happened was, you had the idea. You, I, him, past Caesar, <laughs> young Caesar. Had the idea that you should, because at this oh 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 let's let's explain. So, so what happened between that period between being sad, um the the night when when Carlos came over, um and November was that Andreas started dating that other guy again, and you were like fuck yeah. I think we even went a little deeper. We did get sadder after that. You did get sadder after that. And then back in November, you're already coming up. You're feeling good. And you had the idea of like, <laughs> it just makes no fucking sense. But the, here it goes. Um, you should, you're back for Thanksgiving in El Paso. And you had the idea that you should buy a pie and show up at, at Andrea's house on Thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> to drop it off. Now, I do not condone this behavior. All right, this is one year older Caesar, much wiser, much much more. I I wouldn't do that again. I mean, I wouldn't do it. Would you do it, future Caesar? But past Caesar was like, "Fuck yeah, let's do this shit." I mean, it just made so much sense in his mind. And I uh, got to give it to the kid; it makes for a great story. So here we go. Um, I remember the we have this song playing because because through that day, I don't know how, how the events unfolded, but Caesar was listening to this song over and over again, and um, he was he gets into this this mode of feeling like he's in a movie, and he uses music as we use music, you know this, as like a like something to boost us, to give us like a little bit of energy to go through with what we're doing. <laughs> so we use this song to go through what, we're, what to go through with what we were doing. Went to um, what do we do? We got the idea. I think the morning of or something. Went to go buy the fucking pie, right? Um, we bought the pie. Got home. We had told mom and Christian, and 
everyone was like, don't fucking do it. <laughs> everyone was like, don't do it. But they were like, I'm not going to stop you, but you shouldn't do it. And I love them for that. We love them for that. Thank you for not stopping us. Because the little fucking, a year, year ago, younger Caesar was so fucking determined. And, and so anyways, um, he's like, I fucking have to do it. And the whole time, here's what he's thinking. We're thinking like, you know, this motherfucker might be there. Fuck it. I'm ready for this shit. I want to go. I want to be like, yo, like this is just a pie just because I haven't forgotten you guys. You know, just want to say what's up. That's what he was thinking. And but the whole time Caesar was preparing himself mentally. If this guy's there, if this guy's there, what am I going to say? Like, how am I going to look at him? You know, first of all, we're going to play cool. We're going to play cool. Always play cool. Let him slip up. Let let <laughs> let the enemy slip up. And that's that, that was the wrong thinking, thinking that it was the enemy and shit. But anyway, I'm just telling you what past Caesar was thinking. All right, future Caesar. And um, and he's like, uh, he's going through his mind. What if he says something funny? You know, like some some like so a burn or something something funny in front of the family that makes them laugh. What are you gonna say, Caesar? That's what you were thinking. And you're like, fuck. You were coming. I, I remember you were coming up with all these. Um, we were coming up with all these comebacks and shit. We were thinking like, what if, what if like we actually, what if we get in a fight? <laughs> we were going through every scenario. Anyway, we decide. All right, it's time to fucking go. And um, got in the car, put on the aviators. We we did this shit. We actually did this shit. We played this song from the beginning, blasted it. Aviators on, windows down, drove drove fast. We drove fast. Very fast. <laughs> as fast as we could through the fucking suburban neighborhoods. We get to Andrea's place. Immediately, we see the guy's car. But what we had told ourselves before we got there to Andrea's place was, all right, what are you going to do if the family's outside? What are you going to do if the guy's car is outside? Are you going to stop? Are you going to think about what you're doing? And we had already made a deal. No, we're going to keep going. This is a uh, kamikaze mission. This is a no more stopping. Once we got in the car, it's happening. Oh, my God. I'm getting nervous thinking about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy ass Caesar. So he gets in the car. You get there. Fucking first car he sees is that guy's car. No fucking not even phased. This crazy ass motherfucker. This crazy Caesar. Young Caesar is not phased. Alright, gets out of the fucking car. Walks by the guy's car, just stares at it. Goes straight up to the door. Hears an entire family. He hears the whole family. The whole family is in the fucking living room, which is right next to the the dining room, I'm sorry, is right next to the door. And there's curtains so they can't see Caesar. No fucking like no hesitation. Rings the doorbell. Now what Caesar's wearing is a a pretty dope outfit. He's <laughs> wearing a full-on leather. No, not full-on leather. Full-on denim. Denim jacket. Denim jeans. Um, nice leather shoes. This nice sweater. Looking fire. <laughs> um, and and Caesar's ready for whoever's gonna open the fucking door. He's like, here we go. Here we fucking go. Here we go. He's ready for everything. 
and Andrea opens the door and he's like, whoa, that's crazy. Cause legit, legit we were expecting the dad or the mom or someone else to open the door. The thing that we were like, what's going to happen if the guy opens the door? <laughs> that's what we were like. Well, I'm here, motherfucker. No, no. But um, Andrea opens the door. And we're like, whoa. And she's just like, what the fuck? Doesn't say that with her mouth. Says that with her eyes. Just like, what? And she kind of like does one of those where you open the door and you immediately like cover like the crack of the door, like with your body, like what you opened. <laughs> and then she's just like, oh, hi. And she looks back. And then she looks at me. And then she just kind of squeezes out. Because there's a door behind her. She's like, hey, what's up? And then I'm just just like, yeah, just uh, just came over to um, say uh, happy Thanksgiving, you know? And I think I remember the speech we said. We had like a whole speech. We were like, look, all right, I know a year ago I was in Thailand. And I just realized one of the things, I just don't want to spend another Thanksgiving without seeing you. Boom. Movie style. <laughs> cringe no no that was good that was a good line I like that she was like oh okay uh she was kind of like one of those like oh this fucker this fucking guy yeah this fucking guy yeah i don't know i don't know what to tell you um so we're outside talking somebody comes behind her opens the door it's her dad and i'm like oh i haven't seen this guy in a while and I've never seen her dad like this. Just gives me what, like a nod, like a, like a holy fuck. Hey, what's <laughs> closes the door really, really fast. He opens the door. Never seen the man close the door faster. Never seen a man close the door faster than, than he did. And um, what happened after that? Uh, we chatted a bit. She was like, okay, thank you. And I'm like, all right, cool. Thank you. And then Caesar walks away feeling all great about himself. Wondering what <laughs> what has, what hap what happens next. Goes home. Um. And feels pretty good about it. Actually, he feels pretty good about it because he wasn't expecting her to open his door. Anyways, ne next day, Dread texts Texas. She's like pissed off, understandably, and uh, is like, "Don't ever do that again." And like, can't fucking believe you. And uh, and that's where the story kind of ends. <laughs> No fight, no fight. Full on, sp legit, legit. Being a hundred percent honest, we were like, "There's a fifty percent chance we're getting a fight." <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm just playing. No, there was no like fifty percent chance because this is why. Because I remember now. I remember. Um, that past Caesar was thinking, "Oh, we can't get in a fight because then Andrea would just be done for this." So there was a, like, 5% chance, 0% chance, actually. Yeah, I think past Caesar would have just taken punches. <laughs> anyway, I want to come out here to tell that story because I fucking, I think it's funny as fuck. And, uh, yeah. Was it a good day at work? Kind of. Kind of, kind of, kind of. It's alright. But this story I remember today because I was like, it's November. 
I don't know what triggered this memory. I mean, other than the fact that it only happened a year ago. It's pretty ridiculous. But don't forget it, you fuck. That's why we came out here. So you don't forget it. Because it's a pretty epic story. Young, young Caesar. <clears throat> you know, we were having a conversation earlier today with Daniel. And um, what came up was some advice. I was like, hey, Daniel, honestly, if I were to give myself advice. Um, first of all, let's turn this shit off. If I were to give someone advice about a relationship. No, 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 not someone. I said, if I were to give myself advice at 17 years old about getting in a relationship, this is what I would say. I would say, Caesar, look, man, you need to find girls and you're going to you're going to you're going to get, first of all, infatuated with them. And then maybe you are you're going to fall in love with them. Um, I think it's because you allow yourself to fall in love, right? But here's what's going to happen. Here's what can happen, okay? The thing is, is that you can fall in love with an image of a person or you can fall in love with the person. What is very easy to do, it's, it's very easy to fall in love with a, an image of a person. What we mean by that is it's a snapshot in time of a person. You meet a girl... You're going to fall in love with her because she's gorgeous, because she, she does X. She likes w X. You know what I mean? X, Y, Z, whatever the fuck. She just likes, she she checks certain boxes. And as you get to know her, of course, you're, you're going to like the personality and everything. But you're falling in love with that snapshot, that, that image, that one, that person, that one point in time of that person. You know, and and you're going to continue to do a bunch of stuff for them in like, wait, what the fuck's happening in front of me? Oh, okay, we're good. You're going to continue to like fall in love with them, quote unquote, but like, you're going to fall in love with that image of them. And what's going to happen is that it's going to be it's going to be good for a few months, maybe a year, maybe a few years. But eventually you're going to get tired of them. You're going to you're going to want more. Because um, what you forgot to do is you forgot to see, you forgot to be with the person who's in front of you. Um, instead, you continued to be in love with this image of the person that is a representation of them at one point in time. And that's why you're bored of them. That's why you feel like you want more. But if you can fall in love with the person who is going to continue to expand, who's going to continue to change, who's going to continue to grow. If you can allow yourself to be surprised by them at every moment, then, then, then you won't get bored. Because boredom or, or feeling like they disappointed you feeling like they you know like you they're not enough or that they're not what you thought they were that's all because you stopped giving them the opportunity to show you who they truly are 
because who anybody truly is is a never ending expansion of one part of consciousness you know like some some a person is 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 a part of consciousness it's like a, it's a consciousness right it's like a little soul but that soul is forever expanding that soul is forever growing so to fall in love with only a with that soul in one point in time and not fall in love with the soul that's growing you know that's when I think that's when the relationship problems come in yeah so the advice is that the advice is to fall in love with with the person who's growing and be open to to seeing them grow and you'll never get bored yeah that that was good that's it.